0: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the one and only Dave Fremlin Show. I am the one and only Dave Fremlin, and you are listening to me. Yay! It's 12.30. I'm on time today, and uh, and it looks like a nice day. I'm looking out my window. I haven't been outside. It looks like an absolutely beautiful day here in Central Florida. Again, I got to tell you, I'm very... Um, pleasantly surprised by Florida weather. Honestly, I had no idea. And um, that weather could be this good. And e- and even when it's not as great as you want it to be, it's still interesting and exciting. Um, and uh, and it, what else am I going to tell you? Okay, today is January 11th. And my topic of the day is going to be something I know volumes about. But um, I'm going to just give you my experiences. You are listening to The Dave Fremlin Show. i going to share with anyone who's interested out there. Um, it takes a so, super um, duper long time to put it up. And so I... Anyways, uh, and now tonight I'm going to not give you some information. Yay! A doctor. Um, which... I right? You are listening to The Dave Fremlin Show. Yay. I guess Welcome. we'll see what happens, right? So today, I'm going to tell you about the thing I know the most about, which is I have volumes of experience in moving on after, I don't know, moving on after some kind of a change. And those changes can be anything. I've had, I think about every three years in the last one it was seven the longest I've been sort of in one in sort of stable let's call it that seven years and it was seven years of going through a very major uh I had to go through a very long horrible thing in order to get to the new place okay so um my topic is really about like my experience of how I've moved through like a very depressing period and how I'm What was the key to it? I've done this so many times in my life. It should be like so easy. But um, change is never easy. And oftentimes we have to go through something horrible in order to make the formula work. And the formula is, here's the formula for change. When the pain of staying the same is greater than the fear of change, then the change will happen. So sometimes we have to lower the fear of change and sometimes, unfortunately, more often is we have to amp up the level of pain on the pain side of the equation. In my case, you know, it's all about pain tolerance. So if you have a high tolerance for pain, your fear of change might take a while to overcome. Some people are more comfortable in the pain of staying the same than they are facing the fear of change. Other people, and I'm going to put myself in the second category, I have a low tolerance for the pain of staying the same. As long as I know that there are options for change out there, I'm not afraid. I mean, I have a fear of them, but my fear of change, especially by now, is far, far lower than my fear of staying the same. Let's put it that way. I don't even want to call it pain anymore. It's, I don't like to stay the same when there's a way to change. Let's put it that way, especially if I'm in a discomfort area. And so I won't go you know, into a long history of the past because you can listen to all of my million podcasts and you can find out what I'm all about over time because my topics have changed and I have gone through different things and I just basically allow the podcast to be real. And because whoever's out there listening, you know, I figure that whatever the connection is, that's what it is. And I'm not going to try to control it. So um, the fear for me, okay, I'm not going to go into the what just happened in the past because we all know. But I, how I made the change from being depressed into being less depressed and moving towards non-depression is, um, and it's not a one day easy snap of the finger process. Okay. Like if you're depressed and you've been suffering from depression, there are so many things that go with that. Okay. There's diet. There's so many components to depression. It's not just a mental problem. Okay. It's a physical problem. You know, like any thing gets out of whack in your body, it could cause depression seriously. And then in, in your mental health as well. So for me, I have found, and I'm an old man now, I just turned 58, in my most recent incarnation of change, uh, what took me, well, it took me like a three-year, I think it's been about three to five-year process of change, and this time the level of staying, the comfort of staying the same, even though it was uncomfortable, was greater than the fear of change until some things happened. I'm not going to go into it because you guys all know. But what occurred in the very most recent weeks since my father died, and I think there's a component, I think I reached the point of depression that there is the level of depression was too great, and I decided to make the change. And so just not going into the whole past, there was a point about maybe within the last week that the pain of staying the same because i was getting more and more depressed and it was really uncomfortable for me really uncomfortable i mean scary depressed and i decided that the the pain of staying the same was greater than my fear of making a change i already knew how to make the change it's not i've had this experience many many times before i do not have a huge fear of making the change i have a fear of making the wrong change okay i have a fear of making the wrong change and so making the wrong move or action okay and so with that in mind uh in the most recent incarnation of change i got to the level of the pain of staying the same was too great you are listening to the one and only Dave Fremlin Show on PodBeat. Now how did I make the change? What did I do? What did I change about my body, my mind? All the components that had to be there. to make. Because then, to, what, to, to make the change, you have to have all the components lined up. So check, am I eating right? Check, am I sleeping right? Check, am I staying on my sleep schedule? Check, am I staying on my morning schedule? Check. Am I doing things that I know should bring happiness even though I'm not feeling happiness from it? Check. Am I reaching out to people and talking about my, my, how I'm, what I'm going through? Check. So doing all the things I know how to do, why am I not feeling better? And then it occurred to me that the thing that was not in check was my own attitude. My own attitude was that I was staying stuck in the past. I was wallowing I don't like the word wallow. It's very severe. But I was, um, uh, I don't know a different word than wallowing, but wallowing is too severe of a word. So I was less than wallowing, but in that kind of mode. In all of the things that had happened to me or the things people had done to me or the reactions that I had to other people that I felt like I maybe overreacted or reacted in and not as not as not in a way that i want to react as a person as a better person than i was before and so i looked at that component of the puzzle and i decided that living in the past was going to do me no good being upset about you know the forgiveness or or acceptance of what you know whatever i cannot go backwards I can't go backwards. The thing that happened in the past is over, and I've made a change. And I'm here. And now that I'm in the change, I can't say halfway through the change, "Oh my God, am I making the right change?" It's too late. So, um, the change when the change happens, you gotta, you can't second guess the change. Okay. So I started a process of change, and then I was kind of going waffling, and so the waffling of the change. The sticking in the past that was causing the depression. the actual physical moment of change happened like a year ago okay and then there's been a process of my my mental health catching up to that but in the in the what was causing the lack of freedom in the change to feel like I've changed I'm in the new life was that I was sticking to the past, being all about what happened to me or how I reacted to the situation and not letting it be a lesson and not letting it make me move forward. And what made me change now to how I'm in a better mood, which as you can obviously tell by my demeanor that I'm in a better mood, is that I completely just changed my mind. I just decided. I I can't live in the past. The decision has been made. The move has been done the future is in front of me and the past is behind. Whatever happened is over now and if something needs to heal, time will heal it. You know what I mean? If something is not going to heal, then time will reveal that too. And But me not moving forward in my life because I'm stuck being upset about the past is causing me, a person who likes to move forward, a great deal of depression. So that said, that's the whole like passionate roundup of the moment of the occurrence of epiphany. That was the epiphany, all right? So then taking action on the epiphany, realizing that I had to move forward. I couldn't just, the past is over. I'm here, I'm alone. This is the reality, okay? The past is over, the thing happened. There's not going to be an immediate solution, okay? The thing between me and my family—it's—it's—it's gonna. Whatever happens will have to happen over time. There's nothing I could do about that. It is out of my hands. You know, all I can do is move forward and try to heal me and try to be the best me that I can be, so that when I show up, when the moment comes for that thing in the past to like. Revisit or or whatever needs to happen in the future to give it closure. That I'll be able to be the person I want to be in that situation. Does that make sense? Because it does to me. I'm not going to try to repeat it. So the actions that I took, and some of them were not of my own uh, decision making process. Some of them came with help. And when I mean help, I mean sometimes a suggestion come to me, and I think it comes from God. And I know that money comes from God because in the last month, I've learned a really good lesson about that, which I'll talk about later. But anyway, the first thing I did is I decided that I had to go forward and I'm here and I'm alone. And that's the reality of it. And I'm going to be alone until I start getting out of my house and not being depressed and not feeling bad about my injuries and my pain and just move forward. So I did take two little vacations, which were very inspiring. Then I couldn't afford to take another vacation, and then my birthday was coming. And so I thought, well, I'm gonna go to Disney World, and I'm gonna go alone, I'm gonna enjoy myself. I don't know what it will be like, you know, it's my birthday, and I thought it'd be kinda weird. But in reality, it was not weird. It was, in fact, very pleasant and reminiscent, and I thought about my father, and I thought about good times with my family, and good times when I was younger, And all the good things that Disneyland brings. And I enjoyed all the people with their Mickey ears and their Disney shirts. And their happy, excited faces. And I got to wear the birthday button that said Happy Birthday Dave on it. So everywhere I went, people were telling me Happy Birthday. And uh, it was very exciting. And I did all the things that I wanted to do. And I got myself an annual pass. And I have found myself, I went back to Disney World yesterday, again to Epcot and uh epcot is not as exciting for me and it was i didn't have a whole day i kind of went spontaneously but i have reservations to go tomorrow for the full day of wednesday i'm still on my birthday and uh, to the hollywood studios park and there's some rides there i like like star tours and there's a whole new park there that i haven't seen the intergalactical star wars section anyway very excited to spend another whole day at Disney World Park. I think I'm just gonna keep going every day. So what I have found Oh, and then I am Dave Fremlin and you are listening to the one and only Dave Friendly Show. So another thing that I did to move forward is one of the things that I really need in my life. So two things are being solved right now. One, I have found myself an entertaining way to pass some of the long days that I spend being depressed by doing something that's not depressing. I already paid for the annual ticket, and I can go whenever I want to Disney World. There's parks, there's hotels, there's things, there's parks, there's all kinds of you know places I could go and just hang out and be in a different change of scenery, and it's all you know within the Disney magic. So that's very exciting for me. I think it was a very good decision to get the park pass for my birthday. Secondly, I started an improv class on Monday nights for eight weeks. And it did exactly what I thought it was going to do. It introduced me to 14 other people that are doing improv that are of various ages, of various personality types, that all want to do improv together on a Monday night. And we had a really good time for total strangers meeting for two and a half, two and a half hours for the first time and playing games that you have to be connected on, we had a really good time, and I think it's going to be very exciting. I can't wait till the end of the eight weeks when it's good. We're going to be like bonded, and so um, as you can tell by the tone of my voice, that by not only. Um, that in order to get out of the depression I was in, and I'm not saying I'm 100%. I reserve the right to still have feelings because of my circumstances. But in order to, to move forward from my depression, and I'm very good at this usually, uh, making change. Okay, I had to first decide that a change was needed. Then I had to actually decide what is the change that is needed and is it a good change? Now, my change of moving out of California, first of all, it's not that easy to move from one state to another all alone and start a whole new life in a whole another state, although millions of people do it all the time for whatever reason, okay? Sometimes the spouse dies, the kids have moved away, so the mom moves into another situation alone somewhere else, whatever. These things happen, they happen at various ages. They happen at various times in life. I had to first decide that what happened to me, that I'm not the only person on earth that went through this in the year 2020 to 2021 because millions of people, 300,000 people left my state and 200,000 of them landed in Florida. So I am one of 200,000 Californians. Okay. That means I have good company. Okay, I'm not the only one. I might, and I'm not the only one, obviously, in Orlando. Because if you take that two hundred thousand and you divide that amongst the desirable cities in Florida, you know, with opportunities and whatnot, you're going to find that Orlando is a growing city. So, um, and, and I find very desirable. Anyway, I mean, would I rather be in Fort Lauderdale? Probably, but I can't afford to just jump there from California. I got to get on my feet first. And Orlando, you know, I was able to make a good business deal. So um, so that was a good decision. And I continually am rewarded by that decision. Although I have to keep reminding myself, you know, of the reasons that I don't want to make it about my family. I don't want to make it about COVID. I want to make it about something that's ongoing. You know what I mean? Like, because, you know, what it really is about is I could not financially afford to keep staying in California. And the situation I was in was abusive to me in multiple ways. And if I'm going to be in a situation that's not sustainable and is abusive, I don't think it's a good idea. So that has been reaffirmed. And, you know, I got here, I got depressed. And now what I've done is I've decided that I can't just sit around and be depressed. I got to move forward. And how to do that is to do the things. I learned this in high school, folks. Do the thing that I want to do, that I get pleasure from doing, and other people will be attracted around me to do the thing that gives pleasure. It's the way life works. It is the way life works. And when you do the inspiring thing that gives you pleasure, inspiration and pleasure come from that. And right now, I'm working on raising my dopamine and learning how to adjust to new dopamine levels and things because I'm not on medications anymore, and so I am doing things that I know will spark. um, That I, if you do the things that you know that should make you happy, and you're not feeling happiness from it, it is a chemical problem. Period. It has to do with anhedonia. It has to do with dopamine. All right. I'm not a doctor not a therapist, anything, but I have personal experience that if you are having that problem, go to a professional for help. But you can, it takes a long time. It takes training. You can retrain your brain to make more dopamine. I'm doing it. I am living proof. If I can do it, anyone can. I've, I've had a problem with dopamine for 40 something years and I got off of everything, medications, whatever. I do everything naturally now. And the way that it works for me is I give my body the thing that it needs in order to make what it needs to make. Very important. And you got to find out for your own body what it needs. And that's, you know, through, you have to work with, you have to research very carefully and work with various people until you find, you know, the first nutritionist you go to might not be the right one. And the first blog you read might not be the right answer. You might have to try and things and fun and thing. And it might be uncomfortable. So you also have to be willing to be uncomfortable. It's part of it. And then the next thing is you have to make sure that you stay consistent with those positive things, giving your body what it needs consistently, not just tomorrow, consistently. Sleep, exercise, sunlight, nutrition, water. Those are the basic uh, spirituality, okay? I don't know why that should be last. It should be first. Those are the, oh, and connection with others. That could be last. Those are the seven foundational building blocks of how to make your life work. Uh, So those you have to be consistent. And then you have to be consistent not afraid of fear fear is one thing it's natural but to be afraid of the fear is not good and then you need to follow through okay and you need to just be willing to have happiness happen and then be patient and consistent and patient and willing and i think that eventually and for me it's taken i mean in the last it's been a lifelong process, let's face it. But in the last three to five years there was a major growth spurt, I guess you could call it, like a maturity moment. Things happened and I had to rise to the occasion. And so those are my words of wisdom for today. And I think it's very exciting to be in a more positive I, I can't be I can't explain enough how exciting it is and i'm so grateful to god like i'm going to take a moment to be grateful to god in front of you dear god i'm so grateful thank you okay because it's very important and so i'm very grateful to god because this the inspiration that came to me to do the things i needed to do to fix the problem i was needing to fix it didn't come from me it came from god let's face it and if I just do that thing and like sometimes it's just like I woke up today not feeling I was like very worried about today and I decided to just do the thing that I had made up my mind I was going to do first today and then the second thing third thing fourth thing and then I got to my podcast right on time and that's my podcast for today thank you for listening and have a good day bye the opinions expressed in The Dave Fremlin Show are strictly opinions. I am not an expert. The Dave Fremlin Show is written, directed, and produced by Dave Fremlin and is a Dave Fremlin production. Thank you for listening.